Hello and a very late Merry Christmas to you all. It's about to be the 27th of December being that it is pretty late. It's 11:23 at night and as you guys know, I always have these late night mind dumps. <laughs> But there's quite a few things that I've yet to share with you guys. There's quite a bit of things that have happened, things that I thought that could almost be unimaginable. But before I continue, let me go ahead and take a quick break and I will return in just a moment. Welcome back. And I do apologize in advance if I sound a little bit off. Um it has been a crazy few days pre- trying to prepare for Christmas and um you know, we actually had a very good Christmas. It was very eventful and as you guys know when things are eventful they can be pretty exhausting. So I am a bit exhausted that I've got quite a bit on my own, my mind. So I'm excited to share that with you guys before I actually pass out tonight. <laughs> so as you guys know throughout this entire podcast I have felt like I've had nobody or it almost you know I guess you could say it was kind of safe that way, safe to say that it was that way and the reason part of the reason why it was that way was because I shut myself down. I shut myself down because of the hurt that I was feeling in regards to my family. I, you know, did hold quite a bit of resentment towards them because I felt that they didn't have my back. I felt like they were not there for me and you know, they were against me because they wanted the total opposite of what I wanted which as you guys know was out of the 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 marriage but it felt like to me they were trying to pull me back in um now there's always going to be quite a bit of misunderstanding and it took me a long time my friends to figure this out it took me a long time to realize that I was a big part of that problem. Now you're probably asking why. Now I'll get to that. But as this journey has continued, I've come to realize that you know, I can't keep focusing on things that upset me. I can't hold on to these triggers. Eventually, you just have to learn how to forgive. And it was hard for me to do so. I know that how many I mean how many people have told me you just got to learn how to forgive and let go and it was so hard for me to do that. And I might get a little bit emotional here because as y'all know, I like to be authentic and authentic means I'm going to be completely vulnerable with you guys and open and just you know, all the raw material is right here and I hope you guys take this raw material and can run with it and you know facilitate a little blueprint on how to heal for yourself. But as you guys know this journey has not been easy. And uh during the holidays I always have a tough time because for those of you who recall my very first Christmas during this journey was not a good one. You know. Um <laughs> things just you know went haywire and you know I felt like my own family turned against me so ever since then that was a trigger ever since then um as the 
holidays would approach, I would find myself feeling depressed and triggered and things like that. And it was hard to overcome. And even though things are all better now, you know, because I have tried to work on, you know, which I'll get into, um, as I've worked on the relationship or, you know, done what I can to work on the relationship with my mom and it has gotten better, even though things are better between my mom and my sister and I, I am still very um, triggered. Like, and I realize that because things have been fixed between us, it has nothing to do with them. It has a lot to do with me. And it has, a you know, it has a lot to do with me not being able to let that feeling go. You know, it is hard to, to do so. It's easier said than done because once we have been hurt, it's so hard to put our guard down. You know, it's that defense mechanism we have. We're so very defensive and so guarded because we no longer want to feel that way because it's not a good feeling. But here's the ugly truth, my friends, that if we always think that way, that's what's going to continuously, you know, gravitate towards us. That's something that we're expecting and we're going to manifest that. Um, And also... If that's not the case, you know, our behavior, because we're defensive, could also potentially push the good people in our lives away. Or even the people that have tried to fix, that are working on fixing the problem, it also creates a miscommunication. Now, the thing that we need to do is work on ourselves to where we speak to understand. I know that's hard. And this is why it's so important to work on ourselves. It's so important to question every single reason why, you know, if something upsets us, we have to dig deep and understand why it does. And once we have that understanding, you know, we try to work on it every day until it no longer hurts as much. But if those are the things that we're able to focus on, the quicker it is for us to get over that. And I've learned this because I've done this over the past year and as you guys know this was the main one of the biggest things that has been wounding me for a long time is basically the relationship that I have had with my family I um I didn't hate them as a matter of fact I love them so much to the point where it absolutely hurt when I felt like I no longer had them when I felt like I had to do this all on my own, there were conditions and, you know, things like that. But the very truth of it all, my friend is, my friends, is when I decided to work on myself, when I decided that it was time for me to change the story, to say I'm no longer broken, I am healing, you know, because broken, broken is a step or quite a few quite a lot, actually, of steps below healing. And if you're categorizing yourself as still being in the broken phase, then you're pretty much eliminating the thoughts of actually healing, moving on to the next step. So that's when I decided that I was no longer broken, but I was going to say that I was in the process of healing. And I no longer, for the past 12 months, have ever referred to myself since then as broken. This is where I say I am healing. And ever since then, my friends, things have been a lot better. And these are the things that I never thought could ever, I could ever have imagined 
for these things to come true. And certain things that are happening in my life right now, it's so overwhelming because I'm not used to it. Because I'm so used to being mistreated or I'm so used to narcissistic abuse or I'm so used to being cheated on or lied to. Whatever the case and whatever the story was. But eventually all of that is going to need to come to an end. That story is going to have to end because if you continue it, it's going to seep through the next story. And you're always going to be thinking the worst of people, even when they have your best interests. For the new people and the people that are actually trying to work on the relationship with you. And we also have to have the understanding that maybe they didn't have it so great after all. And as hard as it may seem... It's so important to heal yourself and get yourself healed enough to the point where you can actually see past your own hurt and look into somebody else's hurt and understand for them. This was the hardest thing that I ever had to do. And it was basically learning how to forgive my mom and learning how to forgive my sister and everybody else that I felt sided with my boy's dad. It was hard for me to accept that they were still caring for him after everything he did to me. And that was so painful for me. It was The pain was so intense to where I just, I couldn't understand for them and what they were going through. But as I continued to heal and after almost a year later, I realized they were they were not really dealt such a great hand either. It's not easy to just drop a relationship, especially after a decade. Because whether I want to hear this or not, I did bring this individual into the family. And the family, being that that's how their nature is, they do love somebody. Once they care about somebody, they do love them as their own. My family's not perfect, but that's exactly how they welcome people in. And I realize that. Over the past few months when I introduced them to Kevin and they had just without, you know, not that it took much effort for Kevin, but Kevin was just his regular self and they welcomed him in with open arms and, you know, an open heart. And, you know, even though he may not see as it see it as he did, he pretty much did the same. And I saw how accepting and open and loving they are and that made me realize even more this is why it was so hard for them to just let my boy's dad go it's not about loyalty it's not about creating allies it should never be about that if we care about anybody at all whether it be friend family or you know even an acquaintance we have to respect people as we ex expect people to respect us. We can't demand how other people should take things and how they should feel about things. I know it's hard to hear this. It was hard for me to hear this too. But almost after four years later, here I am realizing this. And because this is what was in my, this is what was on my mind. This is how I saw things. I learned how to let things go. I learned to realize that, you know, my relationship should not be defined by what they chose to do. 
And this is a very tough pill to swallow. I know, my friends, if it comes down to it, then yes. I know that not all relationships are salvageable, but if you are able to stop and, and take a moment and just really dig deep down inside and really try to understand your family, especially if you know that their intentions are always good, this is where you can realize that, you know, it's definitely a relationship worth saving. And even then, sometimes when our family, our parents, aunts, uncles, whatever the case may be, even when they harm us, we also have to understand there's probably some something behind it. You know, the other day, and I would really like to start doing this, um, I, I love referencing different movies and the best takeaways that I have gotten from those movies. And I think that I really needed to see these movies. I really do believe that the universe works in our favor. And when the universe is trying to reach out to us, there's different vessels that are being utilized. So actually, just all day yesterday, Kevin and I decided to take a break, um, not do anything for the day. We stayed in and we watched a bunch of movies. We started off with The Matrix. The Matrix actually has quite a bit of things, but I'm going to save that for another day. Um, there was... They, these movies were a lot of uh, suspenseful, suspenseful mind-provoking movies. And one of the last movies that we watched, if any of you can recall or have seen it, you'll know the takeaway from this one. It's called The Shack. And I don't want to let out any spoilers, but if you do watch the trailer, here's a religious man. And he, you know, he... In the beginning of the movie, his father was very abusive towards him, abusive towards his mom. And there were things that he did as a child... Um you know, that basically was because he resented his father. So he had a very rough childhood. And then growing up, he grows up and he has a family of his own. It's a beautiful family. And he becomes the total opposite of what his father is. He becomes a remarkable and loving father of three children. And he's got a beautiful wife. It's just the perfect family. So one day, um, it's just him and his three kids because his wife ends up having to go um, do something for work, a seminar or what have you, and he takes his children on a camping trip. Something happens, and the youngest one is left on her own. And when he comes back to look for his youngest daughter, she is missing. So... He ends up, you know, losing his faith. And it's just a beautiful storyline where he meets, you know, with God and Jesus. And he gets to have a sit down with them in this, you know, beautiful form of paradise. And, you know, um, God actually, who's played by Octavia Spencer, beautiful performance. You know, she tells, you know, she encourages him to forgive his father 
Well, actually, there's a scene where he goes into a cave and he sees memories of his father beating his mom and beating him. And um, she says, I am in charge of wisdom. I forget who this actress is, but she's there to help this man realize. She says, I'm here for wisdom and we're going to, today you will be the judge. So then he sees memories of his father beating his mother and then him. And then he says, okay, that's enough because it's triggering him. And then there's a scene where he shows a little boy getting beaten. And this woman asks him, would you judge that little boy? And he said, no, because that little boy is only a child. She says, well, that little boy is your father. And even though it may be very hard for us to... Say, okay, I will no longer judge this person because X, Y, Z. Because they've gone through things. Because I have preached this myself. You know, we we cannot blame, you know, we cannot, we cannot keep blaming our past for our, you know, actions or behaviors now. that That's still absolutely true. But... What I'm saying is we're not responsible for others. And it is easy for us to judge, especially now since we have the accessibility to social media. We start looking at people and we're like judging and we don't know what they're going through. And I never really understood this until I hit this level and it really solidified when I watched this movie. There was even a scene there where God tells him, this is going to be very hard for you, but this is going to be a big part of your journey with this pain that he's enduring. And he basically has to forgive the man who killed and raped his daughter. And he says, I can't do that. I want to hurt him. And he said, God tells him, that's okay. I know you do, but please understand that this man is still my child. And on a religious standpoint, that makes a little bit more sense. But as far as like judging goes, the one thing that I've learned, and I'm still learning to not judge as much, is because, you know, I don't want to hold on to that pain, resentment. I don't want any of that heaviness anymore. I would rather feel, you know, this light flow rather than allowing all of this hurtful resentment and anger just block my aura. Because that's what I feel that it does. I feel that it actually just takes away from, you know, it's like putting a brick wall in front of, you know, all around me or going into a dark tunnel, refusing to see the sun. That takes up too much energy to hide all of that with all of the resentment. And I hope that this is making sense. So I decided, okay, I no longer wanted that. And a lot of things have happened over the past few days that I normally would get upset about. But lately, I've learned that 
These things are not worth it. I'd rather be happy. And for a lot of us, it's so hard to even comprehend or understand what happiness is, especially if those of us who have not had it, it's foreign to us and it seems almost too good to be true. We're constantly thinking that we're getting scammed. But when you have control of your own thoughts, when you have control of what you want, it's just like, you know, wherever you look, that's the direction where you're going to go. If any of you guys have ever been snowboarding, you have to look in the direction of where you're aiming to go. You have to have an aim. Now, if your thoughts are moving all over the place, if you start self-doubting yourself, you're not taking the best aim in what you want in life. This is why it's time for us to heal. This is why I've been so passionate about healing, my friends. You know, and after coming to a realization that I needed to understand other people, and even though it's going to take some time, eventually I'm going to have to learn how to understand that, you know, my boy's dad is just the way that he is, and I cannot judge him. I'm getting to the point where I'm wanting to judge him less and less and just let go of everything and just hope for the best because all of this is becoming less and less irrelevant. It's funny because we always seek for the answers. We always seek for, you know, the secret sauce, whatever's in the secret sauce. And then when we find the happiness within ourselves, that answer doesn't matter anymore. That closure doesn't matter anymore. That's what I've come to learn through my own experience. You know, there's been a lot of things that have occurred with my boy's dad, as you guys know, that has constantly made me feel disrespected, screwed over, You know, where I wanted to get angry. I mean, hell, he messed up my credit and my finances. And, you know what I mean? Maybe even my sanity for some point. And it, you know, he's probably a big part of why I require so much healing. But the damage by him has already been done. And now the responsibility of healing is up to me. How I want to heal. How thoroughly I want to heal. And What would I like to happen after I heal? That's where you guys have to look into this and be like, okay, how do I really want my life to be? Like after, you know, not just, oh, after I pay off a bill. Let's look at the intangible stuff. After I'm no longer triggered by this, this is something that I want to do. Get out of your comfort zone and start seeing your life as endless. See it as the sky is the limit rather than having these limiting limiting beliefs, you know, these self-doubts and things like that. I know this sounds very false positive or toxic positivity, but guys, this is something that I've actually lived and breathed for the past year. And it took me a while to get here. And over this weekend, I have realized a lot about myself. I've set goals for this year before the end of last year, or actually in the beginning of this year. Or no, I'm sorry, it was the end of last year. You know, I wrote them all down. I took a self-mastery class, 
And a lot of those goals I didn't really fulfill, but the ones that I felt that were going to be impossible without even knowing I fulfilled them. One of the goals, which I would like to share with you guys, it's more of a tangible goal, but it was also an intangible goal as well. Um, I started painting barely in 2020. And that was something that I wanted to learn how to get good at. And I never in a million years thought I would be able to master or not master, but really exceed at my abilities with those with um, art. Um, you know, a lot of the things I did were very cartoonish and they still are. But each piece I learned to get better and better at it. And one of my goals was to be able to be confident enough to either sell or gift at least five pieces. Now, let me share with you guys. I was able to um, finish and gift eight pieces. And one of the paintings that I did, one was for my mom and my stepdad. The other was for my sister and her husband. One was for my aunt. One was for... um, Kevin's sister and her family. Um, I did one for Kevin, another one for my sister, one for my mother again, and then actually another one for Kevin's (laughs) brother-in-law. So it was actually, I'm not sure if that was equal to eight, but I did actually finish, um, Eight and I, I was ecstatic and elated to be able to, you know, do that. But the last four that I did was an absolute pre- pleasure. And, you know, I was, of course, hoping that they do like it. But I was also very, you know, happy with myself because this was definitely a personal accomplishment. Uh, these paintings that I did actually were photographs and memories of these people, you know, things that they were going to cherish. And now, you know, I had the ability to recreate them on a canvas. And that was such a beautiful thing for me. Um, As far as other goals, you know, um, I recall beating myself up financially because of how I was. I felt like I could have saved a little bit better. I could have done more door dashing, things like that. But then I stopped and I realized, you know what, this year has been great. Um, being that I actually paid off a loan at the beginning of the year. Um, I paid off, you know, the highest interest rate for my student loan. Uh, I paid off three other credit cards. So, you know, it's like I do invite you guys to write down any accomplishment. You might have even forgotten about it. It could be a little one. And then... The biggest accomplishment, aside from all the financials, was basically salvaging the relationship with my mother and my sister. Right now, I honestly feel that I I can trust them. I feel that, you know, they will always be there for me. And, um, you know, it, it took a lot of work on my own, you know, because I had to work on myself. And that version of myself that I bring to them is actually going to make or break, you know, how they respond. And, you know, even if they were not ready to receive, you know, who I am right now, I also have to understand that 
you know, it's all in timing. But also with the thoughts of here's my intention. If I say such a thing to them, this is my intention. And it's all about having good intentions. Sometimes, you know, we don't like to call ourselves out on things, but we do need to at times. We need to realize that sometimes we are, in fact, you know, doing certain things for maybe not so great intentions. And I've learned to do that like the beginning of this year. And I've called myself out quite a bit. You know, I need to call myself out on certain willpowers as far as spending and things like that. But, you know, um, I believe that I am getting better at it. So, my friends, I know that wherever you are in your journey right now, it may not be the best. It may not feel so great. You might feel alone. But just hang tight, you know. Have faith because, you know, whether it's in the universe, trust the process, or whether it's in, you know, God, which I believe in God myself, it's like he's always there with you. You know, it's like you're never really alone. And if you aren't religious or spiritual, please be around people that are going to lift you up. But also try not to be so dependent amongst people. Because sometimes the best thing to do is to just, you know, at times be on your own and just allow your thoughts to just flow through you. And I promise you, you're going to be fine. You know, things always get better as long as we want them to. As long as we learn from any every lesson. Because every day there's a lesson. Okay, you guys, that's all I have for right now. And I thank you guys again for constantly being so devoted to listening to, you know, Still I Rise. I do hope that this continues to help and starts to make sense and I do hope that you guys can hop on board with me as I partake in this new path of you know just thinking and healing and I hope that you guys could be right there with me so that way you guys can find that fulfillment in your life finally and do what you're made to do and not let these burdens of resentment and hurt get into your way anymore again I love you guys thank you so much for listening signing off